Hey fellow film music nerds, happy October. This is Teresa. I am alone for this episode, um, but have no fear. This is going to be a different format. If you are a friend of the show in the past, uh, welcome back. It's been almost a year since we put out a new episode uh, and I decided that October was going to be the time to do it, of course. Um, last time I posted an episode, it was a horror film, and I planned on doing a whole series of uh, horror film score analysis, and that really didn't end up happening last year. But this year, we have decided, we being myself and my husband, Zachary, I've decided to do a whole bunch of horror film score screenings and I decided last night at about midnight to start uh, the first one because it was October 1st and I hadn't picked a, um, a movie yet. But if you are new to the show, welcome. What we're going to do today is just talk about the film score of one of the iconic 90s horror slash vampire goth movies of the early 90s, uh, Interview with a Vampire, directed by Neil Jordan, and uh, the score was composed by Elliot Goldenthal. These are all going to be home screenings. If you want to view along so that you can take a, a listen at some of these scores that I'll be talking about this month, uh, I will post where you can actually either stream these movies or rent them. I'll be honest, most of these I'll probably be renting, but they're all really good classic horror film scores. I'll be posting a list of the movies that I'll be doing this month. My goal is to do one a day. I know that's a lot, but um, I'm going to give my short analysis of what I thought of the film score and some of the highlights of some things that you can listen for while you're watching the movie yourself. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. So today we're doing Interview with a Vampire, composed by Elliot Goldenthal, directed by Neil Jordan, based on the novel by Anne Rice. And of course, most of you guys know this is starring uh, the good old Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, playing the main characters, Lewis and Lestat. So I'm going to give you a brief rundown of the plot of the movie first. Uh, interview with the vampire against the backdrop of a gloomy San Francisco, the nearly two century old vampire, Louis de Pointe du Lac, recounts the unbelievable story of his eternal transformation and a life worse than death to the skeptic reporter, Daniel Malloy. Spanning 200 years of cruel betrayals, extreme solitude, and unquenched thirst, Louis' grimly fascinating tale pivots around his perpetually regrettable decision to embrace the dictatorship of blood and, above all, his maker. The seductive blonde aristocrat of death, Lestat de Lioncourt, is Louis' mystical epic of bloodshed genuine? Is this indeed an interview with a vampire? Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give credit to that, uh, was written by Nick Reganis. I got that off of IMSLP, obviously. So I really loved this score, uh, more than I expected I was going to. It really had a lot of things that I think were pulled from 
some traditional sounds that you would hear in other genres of the 1990s. So Goldenthal does a really good job of putting this contrast between older sounds and newer sounds. Because of the set and setting that spans several centuries into the present day, Goldenthal I think relies heavily on traditional 17th, 18th, 19th century composition styles and settings and instruments. But some of these settings include like sacred chorus settings, tarantellas, and even some of the instruments we'll kind of get into later really sets the scene of a contrast between old and new. This mix with a bit of Batman-esque sound from the large brass section that fills his orchestra is the perfect blend of antique meets steely modern. This is possibly due to the fact that he did compose a score for Batman Forever as well. Um, and that score was a not so far cry from the Tim Burton Danny Elfman collaboration from the original Batman film. Um, I, I was hearing a lot of Danny Elfman in this score, a lot of Batman, a lot of the superhero sounds that you would even hear today in like the Marvel Universe films. Whether this sound for Interview the Vampire is a holdover from the dark sounds of Gotham and Batman and superhero universes um, rather than an original thought. Who's to say? It's really hard to ignore the similarities, though. Um, Goldenthal's style in general is that of a large cinema sound. This is very much what we see today, again, in the Marvel Universe uh, films. His use of this frenzied brass and string sound are also really common for horror films of the early 90s that rely heavily on extremely melodic lines. So a lot of the themes from the 80s and 90s horror films that you could think of are melodic, as in you could sing them or hum them if you wanted to, right? Um, which is very different from what you see nowadays. It's uh, a very atonal, very harsh sound from a lot of uh, horror film scores of the 2000s. This is very much different from a lot of the horror films of this time as well because a lot of them did rely on electronic sounds and this was very much a traditional orchestral setting. His, again, his use of brass and strings is very common for horror films of the early 90s that relied heavily on extremely melodic lines, large sonic landscapes, and often, like I said, ele electronic sounds, which we're not getting in this score. Those are kind of replaced by some of the period instruments that you will hear as well. Elliot Goldenthal's underscoring for the entire film is brilliant and almost feels like it's colored of crimson and steel. So I, I just get this red and like steely gray feel to the entire thing. Uh, the music is used to create a very sophisticated tension with use of traditional 17th, 18th, 19th century sounds and instruments like the harpsichord and fiddling techniques as if the diegetic music or like the actual like natural music of the characters in play, if that diegetic music of the time in which the main characters, Louis and Lestat, were turned vampire, that those sounds were following them throughout the years. Um, and that's kind of where I think he gets that mix and it's used so well. This is a great movie for October, obviously, and it's a very well done and intriguing score to match. Excellent use of full orchestra and period sounds and instruments, as well as the modern horror superhero textures and themes. I'm going to give this score a 7 out of 10. That's the review. 
definitely go watch it. Um, if you are not subscribed to Film Music Nerds, please go and hit the like and subscribe button here. We You can find us Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud are our main kind of platforms that we push. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook at Film Music Nerds. And hopefully... I'll be putting out another episode of this tomorrow. So between now and then, watch the movie, listen to the score, let me know what you think, and I'll see you again tomorrow for another movie. Cheers. Cheers.